You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Right now, I'll show you a picture. This is a picture about the official. The official, by the way, is a nobleman. In other translation, it says that he's a courtier. And, you know, some, some commentators probably are thinking that he is a Roman uh, official in the sense of he's a Roman soldier. But in my opinion, in my understanding of the scripture, in my study of it, I believe that he's probably a Jewish per- person who has a high-ranking uh, position in the government, especially uh, in, the, in, in Capernaum and under the leadership of uh, King Herod the Great, the guy who oversees him. And this guy, ito pong taong ito, this guy went to Jesus because he is so desperate already asking for healing, especially for his son. And who among here would do everything in order for your children, of course, to get well? Diba? Yung mga anak natin, kapag halimbawa nagkakasakit ang anak natin, gagawa tayo ng paraan para sila ay gumaling. Kapag halimbawa, hindi tayo kinakailangan, kinakailangan magpuyat tayo, magpupuyat tayo para, para sa ating mga anak. Para lang, you know, minsan, uh, especially if they are five years old or uh, three years old talagang asin kahit na mag- lumaki ng eye bag mo talagang asin ano, titingnan mo kung magaling na ba siya and that's what the official is uh, doing because uh, this official his son is almost dying already halos mamatay na talaga siya and that's why he's so much desperate to really go to Jesus even though he doesn't know Jesus really that well and he's hearing about Jesus being a miracle working man and so when he went to Jesus he's asking Jesus of course to come with him I'll uh, show you a map, and this is uh, Jerusalem, this is uh, Judea, and this is also Samaria. So this is where Jesus went already in his ministry days. Samaria is where the Samaritan woman uh, was, and after Samaria, he went to Galilee. Okay? And then, but however, uh, he, he came from Judea to Galilee, and in Galilee, uh, this is where Cana is, and this is where the first miracle of Jesus uh, happened. And the official came from Capernaum. So how far is the Capernaum from uh, Capernaum to Cana? It's around probably around 32 to 40 kilometers. Okay, uh, 32 to 40 kilometers, around 20 to 25 miles ang layo. So ang layo niya uh, is from Festival Mall to Kaloocan, sa Balintawak, ganun kalayo. So imagine mo yung layo na yon uh, na uh, they, uh, Jesus Christ had to travel, I mean the of- official had to travel, and that's a, a one-day travel. And so, having that kind of background, let us now go to the scripture in uh, the book of John, chapter 4, 46 to 54. It says here, So he came again to Cana in Galilee, verse 46, where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son. For he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better, and they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. And he himself believed, and all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. Let us pray. Lord, we would like to lift up, Lord, once more the reading of your word. And we believe 
that every one of us will be blessed as we ponder and study and meditate upon your word. God, we pray that your Holy Spirit will open, Lord, our spiritual ears and even our hearts as well. Give us a heart of flesh so that, Lord, we will receive your word gladly. We pray that you will change us, transform us, even mold us and hone us so that people can see Jesus Christ in our lives. Lord, thank you so much for the insights that we're going to get and help us, Lord, to apply this in our very lives. Don't allow us to leave this room, Lord, unchanged and not having an encounter, Lord, with you. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you'll move in signs, wonders, and miracles, Lord, in this place right now. Thank you so much, Lord. The glory belongs to you. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. You may all take your seats, please. Now, let me give you a story in Matthew chapter 8, 23 to 26. This is a story about Jesus Christ wherein they are in a boat. I've already told you about this story probably last week. And it says here, and when he got into the boat, referring to Matthew 8, 23 to 26, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm that's a squall on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. The water is already getting in the boat. But he was asleep, so he was still sleeping despite the waves, despite the uh, roaring waves, and despite the storm. And the next passage says, And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord. These are the disciples telling the Lord to wake up. We are perishing. Mamamatay na kami. Natutulog ka pa rin. Okay? Para bang sa Tagalog kapag alimang medyo mat, ano yun, ma diretsyo. We are perishing. Of course, Jesus Christ woke up and he said to them, Why are you afraid? Phobus. Phobia. Bakit ba kayo natatakot? Oh, you of little faith. So dito pumasok yung little faith. May mga tao rin pala na merong little faith. Meaning, this kind of little faith is they lack the confidence, of course, in the Lord. Because this is what the Greek word really says. Lacking in confidence. They lack confidence that Jesus Christ can really save them and can take care of them on that particular situation. Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea and there was a great calm. So Jesus Christ can move even in that kind of situation. Even though it's already a topsy-turvy situation, kahit na magulo-magulo na, kaya pa rin gumalaw ng Panginoon sa ating buhay. Hindi mo pwedeng i-underestimate ang capacity ng Panginoon para ayusin ang buhay mo. Kung kaya, if you think that you are, your life is a mess, then yan ang mga paboritong baguhin ng Panginoon. Yung mga tipong talagang magulo-magulo ang buhay. At yung feeling mo parang hindi, hindi ko na kaya talagang, parang ayoko munang pumunta ng church kasi hanggat hindi ayos ang buhay ko. Yun nga yung mga paborito ni Lord eh, na baguhin. Kaya, pagkahalimbawang talaga, as in, may nagsasabi sa inyo na, saka na ako pupunta ng church if my life is already okay. Nasabi mo, mas lalo kang pumunta ng church o mas lalo kang lumapit sa Panginoon. Because the Lord will be the one, of course, to transform you and to uh, restore you once more. Little faith. This also happens to every one of us. In Matthew 15, 28, there is also what we call the kind of faith that is mega faith. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. Say it with me, instantly. Instantly. Okay, parang instant noodle. Instantly. Instantaneous. So, in this, the, the, the word for this is actually mega faith. Kung merong mega star, 
merong mega mall, merong mega faith. Kaya kung baga sa atin, ano eh, that is what the Greek word says, megalo. So megalo means, inc- I mean great faith. And I hope that our faith is also mega. Okay? Dapat mega palagi yung ating pananampalataya. That God can really see our faith that is really so much great. And of course, without faith, nobody can please the Lord. So in this case, there is the faith that lacks confidence, little faith, there's the mega faith, and there's also a faith that really needs an increased kind of faith. Kumbaga, parang increase our faith. Palakihin mo naman, Lord, yung faith namin. And what the apostles is, are trying to say here in Luke 17, 5-6, is that it's like saying, Lord, add faith to us. Lagyan mo pa kami ng faith. Kasi ang faith namin, sobrang, sobrang liit. It is not lacking, but medyo talagang sobrang liit. And that's why Jesus Christ had to explain this kind of faith. He explained it by saying, And the Lord said, If you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. So that's why He explained this in Luke 17 verse 6. That even though your faith is just as small as a mustard seed, I mean, you can really, it, and it can do something. How much more kapag halimbawang great faith, meron ka pang great faith. Sobrang tindi ng faith mo. Ito lang nga, kaya nang gawin ito, e paano kung great faith pa? So, but however, of course, probably some of us have not yet reached that great kind of faith or mega faith. And probably, you know, a number of us nasa mustard seed kind of faith pa lang tayo. So, how are we going to grow our faith? And speaking about growing faith, there's, we, we want to grow our faith by seeing, of course, Jesus or by looking at Jesus Christ. A growing faith sees Jesus going beyond the norm. So in other words, you have to go, you have to understand that Jesus Christ can go beyond the norm. When I say norm, let me just explain this, that the word norm, this is something that is usual or typical or standard, meaning para siyang pamantayan sa atin. Parang hanggang dun lang yung, hanggang dun lang ang kayang gawin the Lord, no? Parang ganun lang. Parang ang ginagawa natin, tayo naglalagay ng box sa Panginoon. Pamantayan. It's like uh, a standard for us or the usual way. Now let me just expound on this. Going back to verse 46. So Jesus came again to Cana in Galilee where he had made the water wine and at Capernaum there was an official dignified. This official, by the way, in the Greek language is basilikos. Ibig sabihin ng basilikos, is dignified. Sa ibang salita, regal. Di ba? Ang alam lang kasi ng iba, regal films. Pero regal is dignified. No? Pag sinabing regal ka, or regalia, ibig sabihin, those are people who are dignified. They are prominent. They are uh, noble. They are royal. So this guy is not just an ordinary guy. This guy really has a say in the government. This guy is uh, popular or known uh, public official. And however, his son is ill. So since his son is ill, the next verse says in verse 47, when this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, ginawa niya, sinamantala na niya. Kasi mga 20 to 25 miles ang alayo eh. He went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son. Now notice that he says, when he went there, at the point of death na yung anak niya. And Jesus had to talk to this guy. And notice what Jesus said in verse 48. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Why did Jesus say this? It's because the Jewish people are really looking for a sign. 
and looking for wonders in order for them to know that that person is really the Messiah. Once I see the signs and wonders in you, then you are truly the Messiah. But my question is this, what if you haven't seen any signs or wonders? What if, for example, the Lord did not show His miracle working power in your life? Will you still say that He is God? Will you still follow Him? Susundan mo pa rin siya? Paniniwala mo pa rin kaya siya? Again, those are the things that needs to be asked. Because sa atin, meron tayong norm. Ang standard kapag sumagot, just nga siya. Eh, paano kung, di ba, meron nga tayo sinasabing, um, yes, no, and wait. Eh, paano kung no? Paano kung hindi sumagot si Lord? Gustong-gusto mo ito yung, traba- yung trabahong yun. Lord, naalala ko tuloy isang prayer, no? Na isang uh, kapatiran. Nagpipray siya. I-, I hope na mai-represent ko ng tama yung kanyang story. Pero hindi rin ako nagpaalam sa kanya ngayon. Nandito siya, no? Sabi niya, nagpipray siya ng isang ano, na, 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 uh, na I mean, nandito siya isang, sa isang department na yun. And then, ang nangyari is that, uh, ano, natanggal siya sa, dip, sa, ano, sa particular department na yun. And then, nung natanggal siya sa particular department, parang gusto niya mag, ano, mag, you know, ma, 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 malungkot. Kasi, nandun na siya, ang ganda na sana lahat, and everything is already going okay. Tapos, biglang, nung natanggal siya, parang, you know, sabi niya, Lord, ba't nagkaganito? He found out na yung department niya na-dissolve. At lahat ng mga nasa department, biglang nawala. <laughs> At butin lang, hindi siya napasama ron. Kasi kung nando siya, kasama siyang mawawalang trabaho. Kaya nga, you have to again go back to understanding the Lord, probably in your mind, you have your own norm na everything is dapat ganito. Blessing lang palagi. But what if, for example, your prayers were not answered? Ibig sabihin nun, may plano si Lord sa buhay mo. All you need to do is just to continue to believe in Him and put your faith in Him and trust Him that He is going to really show himself faithful and true to you. That is why, speaking about the signs and wonders, this is what the standard of the Jewish people, you know, are believing on the, during the time. And even today, na pag hindi ko nakita yung signs and wonders, hindi ka, hindi ka Messiah. Now, in Mark chapter 9, verse 17 to, uh, 17 to 19, it says, And someone from the crowd answered him. Now, notice this is also a story about a father wherein his son is being possessed by a demon. And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you for he has a spirit that makes him mute. Kumbaga, napipi yung anak niya. Okay, itong spirit na ito, ginawang pipi yung anak niya. Hindi QQ, pipi. Verse 18, And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down. Okay, whenever the demon seizes him, it throws him down. It says here, and he foams. Okay? Merong, kumbaga, may lumalabas na foam, hindi yung panghugas ng pinggan. Okay? So yung foam, nag-foam yung mouth niya, bula, and grinds his teeth. So, sino pa nakakita na rito yung napopossess? Meron pa kayo nakita na, 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 na napopossess? Okay, meron na, di ba? Marami-rami sa atin. Hindi yung katabi mo, no? Pero yung, kumbaga, yung napopossess talaga, yung talagang totoo talagang, o yun, hindi yung parang nasa pili ko na umiikot pa talaga yung iulo, no? Yung nakasin nakikita natin. So I asked your disciples to cast it out. Now notice itong father na ito. Sabi niya, eh sinabi ko doon sa mga disciples to cast it out. And they were not able. Hindi nila nakaya eh. Hindi nila kaya. Sa tingin mo ba natuwa si Jesus John na sinabi ng father yon na eh, hindi kaya ng mga disciples. Your disciples were not able to cast it out. So even though I brought your, uh, you know, my son to them, still they were not able to cast it out. Jesus Christ said in verse 19, And he answered them, 
Hindi lang, hindi lang kasi siya eh. But he noticed that there's also a lot of people there who has that kind of faith. Oh, faithless. Ibig sabihin, apistos. Unbelieving. Oh, faithless generation. How long am I to be with you? Hanggang kailan ba ako dapat na nandito? Nandiyan nga yung mga disciple. Yung mga disciple, may Holy Spirit in yan. They have the power to also even cast out demons. Hanggang kailan ko ba? Hanggang kailan ba ako nandito dapat? Parang you know, that's also our standard, our norms today. Na you will only go to sometimes a, a pastor to be prayed for. I'm not saying that don't go to a pastor, but sometimes we have that kind of mentality that if you go to a pastor, ama, mas gusto ko sa pastor, mas banal siya, mas malapit siya sa Diyos. Mas medyo, ano, ilang inch na lang ang di pa nila sa ng Panginoon. Kaya pagkalimang nagpapray ako sa, ano, sa pastor niyan, talagang as in, ano, answered agad yung prayer. Between a victory group leader and a pastor, pupunta ka sa pastor. But what if the pastor is not there to be prayed for, to pray for you? What if the only available person are just the victory group leader or the leaders of the church? Then, will you say that, ah, next week na lang? Kasi, kasi wala si pastor eh. But I believe that they also have the Holy Spirit. And you know what? You also have the Holy Spirit. Who among you here have the Holy Spirit in you? Okay, now you have to raise up your hand. Because if not, then I don't know what kind of spirit you have. You have the Holy Spirit if Jesus Christ is in you. In other words, you can actually pray for that person as well. And you can even command the demons. If that person, if that person is being demon-possessed, you can even command that demon to live. You can even command healing as well for the, for the body of that person. Why? Because you have the Holy Spirit in you. You have Christ also in you as well. So therefore, the kind of power that Jesus has is also the kind of power that we have. Now, another story that we can also see is the norm or in the mind of the widow of Nain. Because in the mind of the widow of Nain, she understands that, oh, my son is already dead, so there's nothing that we can do about it. So imagine Jesus, guys, seeing this widow crying and sobbing and wailing and that as if like the world has already turned upside down. I mean, her world has already been crushed because first and foremost, her husband died already. That's why he, she became a widow. And the next person that died is the one that, support, that is supporting her who is her son. And once a person becomes a widow, I tell you, kawawa yung tao during their time because pwede kang mamatay sa gutom. Nobody is supporting you already. That's why the government, the Roman government, had to step in and support the widows and even the orphans. But in her case, that's why she is so much crushed because of the situation. Now, the widow is not a believer. The widow also doesn't know who Jesus Christ is because her focus is so much on her situation already. Talagang asin naiyak na talaga siya. Now, in this passage, in Luke 7, 11 to 14, it says, Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain. And his disciples and a great crowd went with him. So kasama niyang great crowd na ito. And the next passage says, As he drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a considerable crowd from the town was with her. In other words, there are people who are also following the, the coffin and probably you know, grieving also with the widow. Verse 13 says, And when the Lord Jesus Christ saw her, no nakita niya yung widow na ito, He had compassion on her. Galing ni Jesus, ano? Kahit na walang sinasabi yung widow sa kanya, may compassion si Jesus sa kanya, God can even move in the lives of an unbeliever if He wants to. 
That's why don't even think that God cannot change an unbeliever na parabang kailangan pa ng tulong natin minsan. God can also do that, yes. But there are occasions wherein, I mean, pag nakita niya talagang ang isang, isang tao ay talagang tumatawag rin sa kanya, there are cases wherein some people don't call upon him. But God will still move beyond the norm. And in this case, really, as we see it, God moved beyond the norm. Then he came, it says here, and said to her, do not weep or do not wail aloud. Hindi naman ito pinapalala. Huwag kang umiyak na napakalakas kasi maingay. Hindi naman yon. Do not wail aloud. Okay? Do not weep. You see, huwag ka na malulungkot. Then he came up and touched the buyer, meaning his side ng coffin, and the, bearer, and the bearer stood still. And he said, young man, I say to you, it says there, arise. And when he said that, the young man, of course, arise. Notice how Jesus Christ went beyond. And I would say that if our thinking is still God can, can, can be boxed, or we can put God in a box and think that God can only move in certain people, then we are trying to put ourselves, I mean, we are trying to put God in a, in a box and limit His move. Remember, our God is an omnipotent God. Powerful po ang ating Panginoon. He can move beyond our imagination. That is why if you have relatives who are sick, if you, if you have relatives who, are, who, who need healing, then I would suggest and encourage you, go to your relatives, go to your loved ones, and even lay hands on them. And believe that the Lord will be the one to move in your behalf. Hindi mo kailangan, minsan na kailangan, eh, paano kung busy si pastor at, you know, hindi, niya, hindi, hindi siya makapunta sa lugar na yon. At ikaw ang available na tao na pwede magpray sa kanya. Then you have to do your own part and say, Lord, I believe that you can also even move in my life as well and move as I pray for this person. And you know what? I believe that God will move. God will also show himself mighty in your life. Assuming that all of us have Jesus Christ, all of us have the Holy Spirit. And I believe that the Holy Spirit will be the one to move in your behalf also. That's why, again, speaking of this, in John chapter 14, verse 12, it says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than this will he do, because I am going to the Father. Imagine that. Greater works that, we'll, that we will do as he goes to his Father. And dun po papasok yung, may kita mo na, ah, akala ko, hanggang dito lang kaya ng Diyos. Yung pala. He will actually go beyond the norm or go beyond the usual or go beyond the standard that we think that He can do. Aside from going beyond the norm, Jesus also can go beyond the notion. What do I mean by notion? This is an assumption. An assumption of or belief about something o yung paniniwala mo. Meron paniniwala kasi itong official. Ano yung paniniwala ng official? Jesus, punta ka naman sa bahay. Kasi mamamatay yung anak ko. And the official really wanted to bring Jesus Christ personally, physically, even to his own home. Now, 20 miles travel to 25 miles. That will be a day's travel. And of course, hindi siya pwedeng abutan ng gabi sa kalye. Because kapag inabutan ng gabi, of course, something could happen you know, along the way. Now, in this verse, it says, When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to, to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son. Now, very bold siya. Akala niya, ano, dahil siyempre, prominent official siya, 
Tinawag niya talaga si Jesus. Sabi niya, ask him okay, to come down and heal his son. Bakit come down? Kasi yung lugar kasi ng Capernaum is 700, uh, 700 kilometers below sea level. Mas mababa. Kaya they have to come down. In verse 48, it says, So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Okay? The official said to him, Sir, hindi niya pinansin yun eh. Sir, come down before my child dies. Para ba sinasabi niya, Sir, come down. And I, I would say that this is, the, this is the kind of notion or assumption that the official had in mind. Ang assumption niya, he is assuming na kapag limbang pumunta si Jesus sa bahay niya, dun lang gagaling yung anak niya. And there's also our, there, there are also assumptions in our mind as well na kailangan ma-break sa ating mga kaisipan. Yung mga assumption na, alam mo, ang alam ko kasi yung mga, naga, yung mga naga-assume. Alam niyo ba yun sa mga single, minsan naga-assume sila. Meron mga ganun eh, sa mga single, naga-assume. Akala, akala ko kasi tayo na eh. Hindi, yung pala friend zone pala, no? na friend zone pala siya. So assuming. But, but there are people who are really assuming and saying, uh, ano eh, kasi ang alam ko, kapag halimbawang, ito yung ginawa ko, dito lang mag-move si Lord. And in this case, Jesus, guys, went beyond okay, His notion and His assumption. Let me add another story so that, you know, to give you another picture of this uh, false notion. The assumption, meaning the assumption or the notion of Martha. Now, the assumption or notion of Martha is that hindi na pwedeng mabuhay sa mga patay si Lazarus on that very day. Okay, on that very day. Now, this is what happened. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Mabubuhay ang kapatid mo okay, sa mga patay. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Alam naman niya eh. Alam ko naman, Lord, mabubuhay siya sa mga patay. Pero yun nga lang, sa judgment day. Sa last day, mabubuhay siya. Alam ko naman yan eh. Pero he, she has no inkling of an idea that the Lord Jesus Christ is referring actually to a physical resurrection on that very day. Now, again, talking about assumption, Martha is assuming na, hindi, oo, mabubuhay siya sa last days. Verse 25 says, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Inulit uli ni Jesus, naniniwala ka ba? Ano sagot ni Martha? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God who is coming into the world. Okay na sana. Okay, okay na sana eh. Maganda na sana takbo. So, punta ngayon sila sa pinakatumb. After a few verse, this is what happened. Then Jesus deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Nako, nung pagkasabing take away the stone, si Martha, Biglang may sinabi, Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, medyo umaalingasaw na yung amoy niyan. Parang kulang sabihin, Jesus, teka muna, akala ko ba naniniwala ka that I could resurrect the dead? But ngayon, parang medyo umaatras ka. Dinatagdagan ko ng tagal, pero as, ano, assumption ko yun. Ha? Okay. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an order for he has been dead four days. Apat na araw, talagang mangangamoy na talaga yung katawan niyan. Dahil, ano eh, during the time kasi, hindi iniimbalsa mo ang mga tao. Kaya madali siguro buhayin, ano? Kasi ngayon kasi, ano, tinatanggal yung kalam na, kaya parang ang hirap na, ano eh, joke lang yun, okay? 
So God can naman uh, God can actually of course ano, pwede namang gawin ni Lord yun eh, okay? So kaya naman ni Lord yun eh. Baka ang iba sabi na ayoko muna tanggalin yung ano, laman loob ng mga ano ko, mahal ko sa buhay, baka buhayin ulit ni Lord, you know? He's already dead for four days, so therefore there are, there's an order already. Now, the next verses, Jesus said to her, eto na-rebuke tuloy siya, did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? Akala ko ba nag-usap na tayo kanina? Again, talking about notion and assumption, we have to again go back. Ano ba yung paniniwala mo na kailangang ma-break? Meron kang paniniwala ngayon na kailangan i-break that God can actually go beyond. Uh, ano, dami ko na ano, na-apply ang trabaho, 50 na yung mga kumpanyang akin na ano. Hindi, wala na talaga to Talagang asin talaga dito na ako sa bahay, wala na talaga akong pag-asa na makakita pang trabaho. Ano na ako, 45 na ako eh. Kung baga, baka mamaya, ano, ilang taon na naman to Again, that's an assumption. Or probably, uh, ano, hindi na talaga tayo magkakaanak, talaga asin ano. So, ano, talagang uh, we have to accept the fact Ano eh, sabi ng medicine, kapag umabot ka ng ganitong edad, hindi na talaga pwede magkaroon anak. That's an assumption. God can go beyond that. Ah, ano, kapag halimbawa 80 na, hindi na pwede mag-make disciple, talagang ano, dito na talaga, pakinig-kinig na talaga ng, ano, ng message sa mga papadkas-padkas na tayo. Pero who said that? Sino ba nagsabi sa'yo? You have to go beyond that because God will give you strength. Hanggat hindi ka nawawala ng hininga, God can still use you. There's a lot of assumption. Assumption with regards to marriage, assumption with regards to relationship, assumption with regards to work, assumptions with regards to a lot of things. God will go beyond our assumption. Tingin mo lang, pero merong ginagawa at merong gagawin ng Panginoon sa ating buhay. Naniniwala ka bang merong gagawin na maganda ang Panginoon sa iyong buhay? Don't, come on, let's give God a praise. God will do something about your situation. Do not just Assume. Don't be assuming. Ay, hindi na magubago mister ko. Talagang ganyan lang yan. Ay, hindi. Wag. God can do a transformation in the life of your husband. God can do something great. Kaya, huwag mong tanggapin yung ganong klase. Oh, hindi. Ah, hindi. Talaga, ano, magkahiwalay na talaga kami for the longest time. Ano, eh, 20 years na siyang nasa abroad. Hindi na talaga kami magkakasama kasi ganun talaga ang sitwasyon. Lalaki na lang yung mga batang ganito na walang ang tatay nila nasa abroad. No, you just have to believe the Lord. Continue to pray to the Lord. Lord, I believe that we can go beyond this. I believe that there's a way for us to be together. Pupunta kami, Lord, sa England. Sama-sama kami. Ba, England talaga, no? England talaga binanggit, eh. Hindi, ano, hindi Guyana, eh. England talaga, eh. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? And you will see the glory of God if you go beyond the assumption. You will really see. And we will see that. And we will could say that, Lord, truly, that it is you who move in our life. The third is that Jesus going beyond the need. People tend to, you know, just look at themselves and center themselves, center everything on themselves. Para ba naka-centro ang lahat sa kanila? What do I mean by needs? Require because it is essential or important. The official, on that very moment, ang pinaka-need po ng official is that gumaling yung anak niya. Lord, gumaling lang yung anak ko. Okay na yun sa akin. Maligaya na ako. Lord, uh, matanggap lang ako sa trabaho. Okay na sa akin yun, Lord. Lord, um, uh, gumaling lang ako, Lord, sa kasakit na ito. Lord, talaga, as in, maligaya na ako. Lord, uh, sagutin lang niya ako, maligaya na ako. Lord, magkabalikan lang kami talaga as in, solve na lahat. As in, I will be active in the church. I mean, there are a lot of needs 
Pero the question is that, hanggang dun lang ba yun? Now, the official also has this kind of need. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. Now, the need of the official is that his son will, of course, live. But Jesus Christ had another agenda because Jesus Christ went beyond the need of the official. What is that? The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. Now, the word here, by the way, recovering is that medyo ibaling pagkakarender sa ESV. The ESV uh, rendered it recovering. But however, in the Greek word, it is more than recovering. It is really more of alive. No? It is more of really powerful or active or vigor or strong. In other words, it's really instantaneously active and alive. It's not like uh, parabang, ah, lumalakas na yung anak mo, okay na. Okay, medyo umiinom na ng tubig. Okay, so papunta na ron. Okay, o oh, medyo ano, natatanggal na yung hilo ng, ano, ng bata. Pa, ano, palakas na siya. No, it's not like that. But it's really more of the sun became so much alive as if like nagdahilan lang. And this is really the word, zao. Not just recovering, but full of vigor. So the next verse says, But already, as he was going down, his slaves met him and reported, saying, Your child lives in the literal rendering of this version. Sa literal version, ito yung nakalagay, Your child lives. Buhay ang inyong anak. Not just recovering, but he's alive. Now let me move on. In verse 52, So he asked them the hour when he began to get better. Ano oras? And it says here, And they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. And you know what happened? This is now the very thing that is important. That it is really beyond our need or beyond his need. Is that, And he himself believed and all his household. In other words, they experienced salvation in Christ as a result of that. Everything that is happening to us is not just centered on us, but everything that is happening to us, once the Lord answered our prayer, then the purpose of that is for His name to be honored and for that person as well and for other people to also even come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Hindi lamang para imit lang yung provision natin, imit lang yung healing natin. It is not just about that. But the purpose for that is that people will come to the saving knowledge of Christ. Because tandaan po natin, iisa lang po ang pwede natin madala sa langit. Hindi po natin kayang madala ang pera sa langit. Hindi po natin kayang dalhin ang mga gamit sa langit. Ang kaya po natin madala sa langit ay ang kaluluwa ng tao. It's only the soul of people. Those people. That's why whatever that happens to us, we have to always understand that God can go beyond the need that we are praying. Another story, as I also explained this, is the real need of the Samaritan woman. The Samaritan woman here have a need, and that is what? Water. Physical water. Jesus said to her in John 4, 13-18, Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks okay, of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. And it says here, the water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So again, Jesus Christ is referring to another kind of water. 
And so the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. So iba pa rin nasa mind ng Samaritan woman. Samaritan woman also, of course, is referring to a physical water. Ano klaseng water? Unlimited yata yan. Parang ano, may unlimited na pala noon. And so, speaking about that kind of water, but however, notice how Jesus Christ also even shifted the topic. Kasi ang need ng woman na ito is yung water, pero meron pa palang kailangan i-zero in sa life niya. And what is that? Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband. Ibigin mo, out of the blue, tubig pinag-uusapan, bigla na punta sa buhay, bigla na punta sa relasyon, bigla na punta sa buhay mag-asawa. Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband. For you have had, how many? Five husbands. Again, wag niyong gagawin ito ah. Sinasabi ko lang ito. You have had five husbands. And the one you now have is not your husband. Ulang sabihin niya, And the one that you have is now kalivin mo. You are cohabiting. What you have said is true. Sabi nung, sabi nung babae. Now, understand that Jesus Christ went beyond the need. Zeroing. Zeroing in in the life of that person. Kasi ang mahalaga sa Panginoon ay ang ating buhay at ang ating spiritual na buhay. Hindi lang yung kung ano yung need mo, hindi lang kung ano yung dapat mong makamtan. It is not just about that, the things that you desire. But it's more than that. That's why in the, uh, in the following passage, it says here, the woman said to him, I know that the Messiah, I know that Messiah is coming, who, he, is, who, he who is called Christ. When he comes, when he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you, am He. And notice how Jesus Christ shifted from that. Ito ang need mo, anak, meron pa akong mas matinding kailangan na ayusin sa'yo. That is why speaking about those needs, the needs are just superficial, probably for us, but the Lord is really zeroing in in our character, zeroing in in our spiritual life. Kaya pag nagpipray po tayo about something, you ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to learn from this situation? Ano ba ang gusto niyong matutunan ko sa mga pinagdadaanan ko. Lord, may sakit ako right now. Anong gusto niyong matutunan ko rito? Do increase my faith, Lord. Tulungan niyo ako magtiwala sa inyo. Lord, most probably may marakang tinuturo sa akin bakit uh, ako nandito sa ganitong klase situation wherein baon ako sa utang at baon kami sa utang at nami alam ko paano babayaran. But Lord, I believe that you are teaching us something and that is of course to trust in you more and more in our life. And again, the purpose of the Lord is just to go beyond the need. Go back and ask yourself and say, Lord, what do you want me to learn from this? I remember during the time when uh, I was just, probably, well, just to uh, uh, tell you the story, you know, and this is about healing. Probably, I have already told this story already, but some of you probably have not heard of this yet. There was a time na, na yung, my ears nagkaroon po ng tingling yung sa ears ko that kahit natahimik, I mean, uh, meron ako napapakinggan na isang tingling sensation. And of course, medical people call that tinnitus. Tinnitus. I don't know if you are familiar with the term. Sabi ko, ano ba to? Okay, parang uh, napapakinggan ko palagi. It's already bothering me. And so kahit na tahimik siya, nandun at napapakinggan ko pa rin. So I went to the doctor. So just to have myself check. Nung pagpunta ko sa doctor, no, sinabi ko sa kanya, there's a tingling sensation in my ear, dito sa may bandang kanan, and then I always uh, hear it, kahit na 
wala ako napapakinggan ng mga talaga audible sound, pero parang nandun sa loob. Ang unang tanong agad sa akin, Sir, ilang taon na po kayo? Ah, sabi ko, parang, ano to ah, mukhang parang walang galang ito Okay? Hindi, hindi ko na sinabi yan. Ilang taon na po kayo? And when I mentioned the age, okay, my age, na hindi, na, ano, ayoko na broadcast sa podcast, okay, and when I mentioned the age, ay, kaya pala, sir, so, talagang ganun talaga sa age na yan, talagang magkakaroon kayo. So, sabi ko, so, anong dapat kong gawin? Ay, sir, sabi niya, dapat hindi kayo nakikinig na ng mas husto sa mga loud sounds. Ay, ay, ay ganun pa, sabi ko, eh, nasa harapan pa minun ako, eh, pastor po ako, at nakikinig po ako na talagang, ano, praise and worship na napakalalakas po sa church namin. Okay? So, ay, ang, kung gusto niyo, sir, lagyan niyo ng, ano, yung sa ear, plug. Okay? Ear plug, sabi ko, edi, nakakaya naman yung ear plug, so, maglalagay ka ng ear plug. At saka isa pa, ang sabi, inisip po rin, sabi ko, kung mag, pag maglalagay ako ng ear plug, hindi ko masyadong may enjoy yung music. No? Ako lang po ito. Sabi ko, hindi ko masyadong may enjoy. So, sabi ko, uh, sige, I'll, uh, I'll do something about it. So, nung pag-uwi ko, sabi ko, Lord, hindi pwedeng ganito, Lord. Sabi ko, uh, I mean, gusto kong ma-enjoy yung present worship. And at the same time, ayoko na ganito parang uh, parang hinaharangan ko yung sarili ko para i-present worship kayo na hindi ko na-enjoy talaga yung present worship. Na I really have to settle na, Lord, hindi ako papayag, Lord. As in talaga, I, I believe that you can do something about it. Every day, I ask my children to pray and my, my family to pray for me. Every day, bagi, bago kami kumain, palagi nila nililihans yung tinga ko talaga as in talaga bago kumain. I need your prayers right now. Can you pray for me? Binigyan niya ako ng, ano, ng, ng medicine you know, for probably more than several, for several months yung, uh, yung medicine yon. But after a few weeks' time, a few weeks' time, if I may remember that correctly, biglang all of a sudden, the tingling sound is already gone. And in fact, right now, I can enjoy the person worship. And I'm not afraid to really listen to the... Now, the point that I'm, I'm doing this, kaya ko po sinasabi sa inyo, is that you have to understand that God can, can move outside of the box. Don't limit the Lord. Don't limit the Lord because the Lord can actually move beyond our understanding. And speaking of that, let me just quote this passage in Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now, to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Do you believe that God is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us? Do you believe that? Now, let me ask you now. If you are sick right now, if you have some abnormalities in your body, we would like to pray for you. I believe that the Lord is going to move. And I believe that the Lord is also going to show forth His glory in your life right now. As we continue to wait, build up your faith. And I believe that God will really show forth is going just like what he did to Lazarus, remember? These things that will happen to you, ito lang. Let me just tell you this. And let me plead okay, with you. So, mo- the moment that the Lord already healed you, at na-experience po yung healing na yan, pwede bang wag natin bigyan ng glory yung mga, ah, kasi ano yung kumaka- kaya ako gumaling kasi yung ano yung uh, medicine kasi nabigyan yung, yung ano uh, ampalaya kasi dahil ano kumakain kasi ako ng ampalaya palagi kaya tuloy ano gumaling ako ng ganito o kaya yung ayo ah, kasi alternative medicine na ano ginagamit now I hope that the glory will always go back to the Lord God can only use those medicine but always give back the glory to the Lord when the healing comes already